Hey guys, welcome to the Indie Game Development Podcast. Here we tackle the challenges of indie game development head-on from the technical to the emotional and talk about the secrets to conquering self-doubt on your journey to crafting games that people will love. Subscribe so you never miss another episode and if you haven't already done so, please give us a rating and review so that this podcast gets shared with more people. We'd really, really appreciate it. Ready? Let's go. Hey guys, so today I want to talk to you about how you can reduce your stress when making your game. So if you can relate to this, you're working away on your game and yet another thing bugs out and you just can't take it anymore and you're like, then, then I have something that might help you, okay? Game dev is hard and it is harder if you are rage breaking your computer, right? So I have a simple work method that I've been using for the past couple of months that has dramatically made my work day just feel a little bit easier. And it can be hard to know what you should be working on new features, polish, sound, music, effects, bug fixing, UI, et cetera, et cetera. There are so many things that need to be done as an indie game developer. And I know that there are certain models out there that corporations use for like software development that are systematic and proven to be productive. For example, there's the waterfall method or the agile method. And there are even some for game development specifically, uh, one that I found when I Googled it, it's called the spiral model. But Indie development is a little bit different. And I'm not even saying these models won't work for indie development, okay? In fact, they they really, I, I looked at them and they do really seem well thought out and really helpful, but there's this stress element that these models do not take into account. So when you are working on your own game, solo or with a small team, it would be good and even healthy if you were able to just produce work and not worry about the end result and not worry about your reputation and what people think about you and the need to prove yourself and that some people, maybe even people close to you, think that you're wasting your life away on something childish and stupid. But at least for me right now, I can't do that. My identity is tied in with my game, particularly with Veil of Maya, which is my long-term dream game. And by the way, I do want to say I'm not saying in this episode, do what I do. The more you can separate yourself from your game, the more mentally healthy that you'll be throughout the process of making your game. I'm just simply, I'm telling you where I'm at right now. I'm not saying it's good to identify with your game because it's not. It makes it much more stressful. So, these cold business models with the you know ugly boxes and arrows that trigger my PTSD from taking marketing in college, um, and I'm talking about these like flow charts, they're missing all of this, the stress element, right? Your stress level matters. Your motivation level in terms of how productive you'll be when you're working, it matters. Your mood when you're working on your game matters. How you feel about your game matters. And so I created what I call the staircase method. Okay, I'm kidding. I don't actually have a name for it. But what it does is help you deal with all the things about your game that you absolutely positively hate. And I know you have things that you hate because it's very, very normal when you're making a game. I, I don't actually know anything about you, but I can only assume because even though my game is a lot of fun and it's really juicy and coming together nicely, there are many, many things about it that are causing me a great deal of stress. So I very much assume that it's the same for all of you. And this is probably a personal thing, but because my brain is always screaming at me to make progress, 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 right? And I think maybe having a YouTube channel probably adds to that a little bit. 
but I feel like I constantly need to be churning out new features, new mechanics, new levels. And that's not really a good way to work, okay? Because things that shouldn't get left end up getting left. And when you do that enough, everything starts to feel like a big giant mess. And if you feel like your game is a house of cards that you're building where the slightest little thing could come along and make it all collapse, right? Then you might just need this method that we're talking about, okay? I've mentioned it to several other developers that I really, really respect, and they all really liked the idea and wanted to try it. So it's, it's very, very simple. First, you need to make a list of every single thing that you hate about your game, every single thing that causes you stress, things that you've been afraid to touch because they seem like they would be a nightmare to dig into, write it all down, get it on a list, okay? Because we'll call this our shitty list of things that are shit. Next, you are going to halt production. Stop whatever it is that you're currently working on unless it's something on that list because you already know what I'm gonna say, right? (laughs) Deal with that list. It's not fun. It actually really sucks, but pick one thing on that list that you think you can handle and get it done. In one of my Veil of Maya devlogs, there's a line where I say I kind of just snapped and I couldn't take it anymore. That was the point where I switched from trying to implement new stuff and more new stuff and more new stuff to this method of dealing with my shitty list of things that are shit. I wrote down a massive list of things that were stressing me out with the game and that I desperately wanted to fix but had been avoiding for several months and I started working my way through that list. And I gotta tell you, after checking a few things off of that list, it lifted a huge, huge weight off of my shoulders. I'm not done the list, right? And I've, I'm currently taking a break from Veil vale of Maya to work on Samurado, but I will get back to this list when I'm back to Veil of Maya. But for Samurado, the plan is to keep that list from getting long in the first place and keep tackling each item as it comes up. Okay, so why will this method help you so much? So for me, it boils down to a mental state because we were talking about stress, right? Everything on my list were things that were making me feel like I was a crappy game developer and that I didn't know what I was doing. So for me, tackling that list, it boosted my confidence. It made me feel like, all right, I can actually do this. Uh, There's a book. It's not for game developers specifically. It's for entrepreneurs, which very much is a part of being an indie game dev. And it's called Eat That Frog. It's written by Brian Tracy. And it's a really, really deep dive into this very topic that this whole episode is about, right? And it explains it all way better than I can. But the premise is that the frog is your most crucial task that you're most likely to avoid. And you want to tackle that frog first. Get the worst thing out of the way. Because the rest is all, it's all easy, right? And if you think about it, that really makes sense. Because if you let your shitty list of things that are shit build and build and build and build mentally, when you're making a game, you have a mountain to climb. And by letting this list grow, you're just making that mountain appear bigger and more stressful for yourself. So eat the frog, do your most crucial thing first, fix the shitty things that are shit. That's all I've got. If you love this episode and you haven't already left a rating and review, please consider doing that now because it really helps the podcast grow and reach more awesome people like yourself. Thanks so much.